Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Hello, everyone, and welcome, or hopefully it's welcome back to USA Global TV and radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck. I am the president, founder, and chief listening officer here at our network. We presently have 29 live broadcasts each week. You can watch us. You can listen to us. You can take us with you on your phone through a podcast platform, one of our radio channels, or one of our TV channels. Our show today is a woman's prerogative, and our topic is when I was young, I dreamed, fill in the blank. So I'm not alone doing this show. We have a panel of women from around the world. We have a smaller group today, but they're small and mighty. So let's welcome them to the show. Joining us from New Zealand, a day ahead of us here on the East Coast of the United States, it's Mariska Dupree. Hello. Hello. How are you? And how is everybody listening and watching and well, hopefully taking us on a walk. That would be nice. Absolutely. I know some people <laughs> who do that. They're, they're not watching, but they're listening. So that's great. Let's welcome Janetta Barry and the Epiphany Process. Janetta's Bar- uh, joining us in the wee hours of the evening, and she's joining from East Africa. Welcome. Hello, everybody again. Great to be back. It's nice to have you back. And we also have joining us from London, Dr. Desiree Richardson, who is working on a huge event, as as is Janetta. We're going to get into that today. Let's welcome her to the show. Hello. Who wants to say it? You're on mute. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Hi, everyone. Uh, It's a pleasure and always an honor to be back on this amazing platform with, you know, fantastic ladies from all across the globe. So once again, I'm, I'm grateful to be here. Thank you so much. We really are global today. It's absolutely fabulous. So I would love to have you go around and just share a little bit about your background and something special that you're working on. So I'm going to start with Janetta. No, okay. So my background is, I always say I'm a Maasai in disguise because I'm from Kenya. And the reason why I'm in disguise is because I'm only five foot and very pale. And your average Maasai is very tall and and rather darker than I am. Uh, So that's my background, having grown up in Kenya here in the theater industry with a father who uh, owned a record label here in Nairobi. That was my background. And um, what I'm working on right now is a project known as World Jenny's Day. And that was born after I lost my 16-year-old daughter to suicide. Her name was Jenny. And we realized she died on World Mental Health Day. So we now have World Jenny's Day on World Mental Health Day. And we're using it this year uh, to celebrate mental health wellness using 
theatre, performance and the arts, and it's being platformed very specially on this USA global TV platform, uh, production by Dr. Jacqueline, uh, myself and Madeline Chan. I'm executive producer and she's producing it. And it's just such a lovely feeling of teamwork. So 10th of October here on USA Global TV, 17 hours. We're starting from 10 a.m. London time on this platform and finishing 10 p.m. New York time on this platform. And we're going to have people performing theater, uh, song, dance, all types of art, even street art in, in LA. They're doing a street mural for Jenny's Day. And uh, we're inviting you to either join us or to help us behind the scenes or come and be with us on the day and share this platform with as many people as you know, because it's going to change and normalize conversations around depression and suicide. Thank you very much for sharing that. Um, ladies, do you have any questions or comments for Janetta before we move on? Well, the sure. comment I have is that I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, uh, New Zealand, Mariska has organized Fiona Mead, who does meditation with two horses. And I thought that was very artistic and creative. So it's part of, we've, we've included it. So how oh, fantastic. Well, we well, well, well done, Mariska. <laughs> and I am so excited as well that I, you know, have the opportunity to be part of this as well. So thank you so much. I love that's full circle. Beautiful. Hello. All right, Dr. Desiree, let's go over to you and tell us a little bit about your background and what you're working on. I was born and raised in the beautiful island. Uh, it's it's in the British Caribbean, Anguilla, but as some people say, Anguilla. <laughs> so, you know, it's a paradise island where 35 square miles, beautiful beaches. If you're thinking about going on a vacation where you can see sand as white as snow and water so crystal clear that you can see your your nail polish on your toes. Oh my goodness, you will definitely want to visit there. So uh, that's where I was born and and, uh, and raised. And I worked in the media industry for quite a number of years uh, before moving to the UK and uh, studying broadcasting and, and many more. <laughs> So the major event that I'm working on for this year, um, I started this back, well, you know, to make it all short because it goes way back. Um, I always have a passion for seeing women at their best, their boldest, their brightest. And it was always, I was always fascinated by bringing women together, whether to, uh, to, showcase their abilities, your skills, your talents. And this is something that I was always fascinated in doing. And um, so when I thought about what can I continuously do as a person who is very passionate about giving back to humanity and also celebrating those who have been the pillow of everything to do with uplifting humanity in every shape and form in a positive light. So here we have it is Women of Heart Awards, a celebration of indigenous global diverse women who are paving the way, who over the 
decades who have given back their time, their efforts, their money, their finances to support and help people in poor remote countries and help people through uh, different charities across the world, just women in general who are saying, yes, I am part of this. I am part of making a huge difference in the world. And we wanna thank all of these amazing women so that we can also inspire many, many more to get involved in building the community, but also uplifting the world in a positive light. And we wanna celebrate them and of course share their stories because we believe that every woman's story is, diff is unique and worth celebrating. So this is taking place on November 12th here in London at the prestigious Leonardo Royal Hotel at Tower Bridge. So don't miss it, be there and be square. And also on that night, we are launching our Gentlemen of Heart Awards, which is a platform also to celebrate virtuous men, uh, great authentic leaders from all across the world. I say the men who are the foundation of humanity. We're saying thank you to these, to those men who are the beating hearts as well of humanity. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Yes, wow. Thank you. Super exciting what you're all doing. Mariska, over to you. Mm. Over to me. So let's see. Um, background, I am from a small little dairy farm in South Africa, originated, and lived my life there for the majority thus far. Um, seeing as I'm not quite that old yet. <laughs> and then moved to New Zealand. Um, started off in engineering and worked my way through. And at the moment, I coach. But on top of all of that, mm -hmm. one of the projects that I'm working with is with Dr. Jacqueline. And I'm really excited about it because we are busy with book number two in the Lady Anna's Adventures series. And there's so many fun stuff happening in it uh, that I can absolutely not wait. Um, Dr. Jacqueline, I'm not sure how much we can share about this or how much we keep the suspense on it. So what would you suggest? Well, we can share that we are in the process of launching a seven book series about listening. And it's to help children and their parents, their family, their friends learn how to listen so that children don't get to be our ages and have to undo all the bad habits that they picked up over the years, like interrupting, judging, stealing the stage or providing a solution. So in these books, there are animal characters who represent real people who have taken the power of listening course that I offer and they become certified as an elevated listener and the animals help to tell the story. The first book is coming out in uh, November 26th 
The second book is coming out December 15th, and that's where we are today. We're on book two out of seven, and the second book actually will come with sheet music because we are co-writing a song with Madeline Chan, and we pretty much finished it yesterday. Madeline's going to be performing it, and then we'll go from there to get it released. So that's 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 your time. You're supposed to be talking. Go ahead. <laughs> wow. See, that, and that's why I'm so excited. Um, the song was really, it It was three people that it just came together. It, it flowed so well. So I'm really, really, really excited about that. Yeah, and the title <laughs> of the second book with the song is Lady Ella's ABCs of Listening. So yes. we have a song that will help people remember how to listen. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Thank you, Mariska. Very excited. Uh, so I will just give a little bit about myself. I was in the corporate world up until March 6th of 2020, and I was in the meetings and events space as well as employee recognition and sales incentives. So basically designing programs to help drive behavior change with people. So I didn't design the programs, I sold them. And my clients were Fortune 500 major companies, global entities, and I would call on C-level executives. And while I was doing that journey, I got my master's and my doctorate. And I decided to leave the corporate world to focus on life coaching, executive coaching, teaching meditation, teaching fitness. And then of course the pandemic hit a week later and Mariska was my coach for this whole journey. We worked together for about nine months and she was a big part of my first book that I released behind the green screen because she helped me figure out multiple plans that if I leave my corporate job and it doesn't work out, what am I going to do? So I have multiple plans, but none of them included a pandemic, by the way. So um, fast forward at the same time in 2019, I think I had a radio show where I was the one being interviewed. I was actually the guest. And then I took the show over and started interviewing other people. And then from the radio show, we went on Zoom because we were able to go out to other channels, but we were still just on the radio. And then from there, we developed Rapping with Dr. Jacqueline platform. And then we got so big that we became USA Global TV and Radio. And here I am today with you wonderful ladies. So the rest is history. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So if we get to our topic today, who wants to start? It's when I was growing up, I dreamt of... I dreamed of something you had a dream about. Okay, when I was growing up, is that okay? Janetta, you want to start first? Okay. So, okay. Yeah, hi everyone. When I was growing up, I had, I wouldn't say a dream. I saw visions as a child and I never knew what the purpose of me seeing these visions I also not only saw the visions, but I had a feeling that was moving through my body at the same time. I was seeing these visions of my life just before my eyes. And as I journey on through life, I saw that all of the visions that I saw and I kept on seeing, it became a reality. And then I said to myself like, wow, I realize as I got older, what it meant to have visions 
and how to attain them into your heart, especially the ones that are so positive. So as a dreamy girl with big dreams, big visions, I am still stepping into that reality as I continue on this journey to become the person I was meant in the world. So I saw myself speaking on the radio or speaking in the media, wearing headphones on, or standing on the stage in front of large audiences. And as these dreams and visions unfold, I find myself being part of the reality of these visions. So my message for you today is that the visions that I saw is all coming true. There's still more to come. The way is paving. And when we have these dreams and visions, we don't keep them to ourselves. Ensure that the road is smooth for someone else to step into those visions and dreams that they have as well. So as I continue on this journey, I'm bringing people with me because I saw those visions that I'm a part of many people who are here to make a difference in the world, to help people find their way, to help people lead with grace and lead with love. So my mission may seem to be a small mission, but God has a reason that he brought us into this world. And we're all here for a reason. And whatever that reason is, we're here to make a difference in every shape or form, whether it's good or bad. You have the power to choose what to accept in your life. You have the power to create those visions and turn them to your reality. So my message to you is don't give up on those visions. Hold them and attain them and create that mental image and walk through those visions with strength, determination, good intentions for yourself, but not only for yourself, but for those around you and for the world. So in these visions, I still saw myself as a dreamy girl standing in front of large crowds, speaking into the world, speaking love, kindness, and peace that the world truly desires. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody want to share a comment or a question? With Desiree, I mean that—that that is amazing that you were able to have those 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 visions so spontaneously. What a, a gift! Because when that's inherently in you, it can uh -huh. only go one way, and that inspires me, and I'm sure mm -hmm. a lot of other people. That that sort of vision is always present in us. We don't always know how to access it as you with your gift was able to do and look at what you're doing well done because not only that i had the visions but to see them come to reality mm -hmm. and knowing that you are worthy of it all and that's what i want everyone to know that the road is paved for each and every one of us there is enough 
abundance for everyone. But go and find yourself and find your true calling. And because of these visions were so real and they're so felt even as to now, that's why the tears are falling down because I'm still walking the path of righteousness. And I want to bring everyone with me. And my one wish for the world is that when we all die, let's die with one thing, and that is love in our hearts. We change our hearts, we change the world. I agree with that. I was saying earlier today, I don't think it was to Janetta when I saw you this morning, is that I'm... I'm reminded on a regular basis of how much anger there is in the world and how it shows up and how people take their anger out on you. Have you been experiencing this at all, anyone? Oh, yeah, yes. I have. Um, yeah. 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 Not so much outside. Uh, sometimes I get that from outside. Funnily enough, at the moment, not from outside, but within my inner circle, yes. Amazing. It is amazing. And I think our first reaction is to react. But when we don't react and we take a step back, you know, even if you feel like that little of pain or that feels like someone stuck a knife in your heart, it's kind of like you take a step back and you, you evaluate and say, wait a minute, this is not about me. This is about something else. But the other person doesn't realize that. And if you try to call it out to them, that doesn't really help the situation either because that just gets them angrier. Yeah. I, I think, yes, I definitely think that sometimes when that happens because people are putting, feeling insecure. So what they're feeling about themselves, they want to, you know, to, to transfer that onto you. And and uh, sometimes because they themselves, they have probably been through so much, some of them, and they're not healed on the inside, and or they pick up energy from others, and then they transfer that energy onto someone else. And I've seen things like this happen. So when we are in control of our emotional intelligence, the way we feel um, when we are you know, um, conversating or, you know, working towards a common goal with someone. This could be a family member, you know, uh, teaching someone or being in charge of a situation. So what we do is that when we see things like this happen, just knowing that, let it go, you know, because we don't want to pick up that same vibration and then have it in and then take it out in someone else. And this is what happens in the world. Like people actually give you their frustration and then you pick up that energy and then you now have to release it onto someone else. So when, when that happens, so sometimes we go through things unintentionally, you know, people have, you know, we have bad days, but then how are we going to deal with it the moment that we felt that, vibration or that energy or that anger from someone else are we going to then release it as in release it or are we going to pass it on to someone so we have to control our inner being on what to let it let sink in or we can feel that emotion whatever it is whether it's negative or positive and then how are we going to release it you know, so this is the thing that we need to to learn to do is, you know, how to dissect from all of these negativity and how do we 
relate to it uh, and um, how do we accept it. So we have the choice to to take it in or to feel it and then let it go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Acknowledge it. It's there. And then goodbye. See you later. So mm -hmm. thanks for that. I appreciate it. So let's go on to whomever else wants to share about their dreams. Mm. Janetta, because you're going to be dreaming soon. Yes. Yeah, very soon. If I'm not already doing it, I'm sleepwalking. Well, I was going to start off. So I always dreamed I would be five foot eight, and um, and uh, well, here I am at five foot. But I'm very, very pleased that I'm this height because it kind of gives me a very good view that isn't the general view, literally on a physical level. And, and an, a, a level of empathy. But jokes apart, because that was supposed to be a joke uh, in, in my half sleep, um, it's an interesting thing. I, I've thought about it often. I always knew I wanted to be a teacher, but I knew I didn't want to be a school teacher. Um, my, my parents were determined I would be in the theater. And after I finished at University of Cape Town, as uh, at the ballet school and, and, and studied for a while at the music school, I just knew that it wasn't going to be the rest of my life. I would use it, but it wasn't the be all and end all. And to be honest, really I've progressed into where I am today by doing different things all the time and gaining skills from that. And I really only knew what my dream was, strangely enough, after I lost Jenny. And then that, that vision that Dr. Desiree talks about became very clear, very, very clear about what my life purpose was and what it would leave and the legacy it would leave behind. And I've read so often of people who have no idea what their their vision or what they would be only came in 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 the latter part of their lives and i'm one of those people thank you janetta anyone have a comment or question for janetta i i wanted to say to janetta janetta you got the five right although you skipped the eight so oh. five foot eight <laughs> five foot two what what's a decimal point between friends, right? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and Jeanette, you're larger uh, than only life. That no. Only that I look up to you so much. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the jokes are flowing today. I love it. You know, <laughs> I have to tell you when when I was at or, or whenever I'm at parties and you're in a circle and people are talking. Half the, there's so much noise around. Everybody's got their drinks in their hands, and, and and the conversations up there. So I'm going <laughs> trying to catch it because it's all at a different level, and I can't tell you how many times because because I'm straining to listen and it's difficult to participate because there's so much noise around. Somebody forgets I'm even there, and then they step in front of me, and I'm going, hello. <laughs> it's me. Hello, it's me. So funny. I love it. But that, 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 that is what happens when you're five foot, because people don't see you. 
true. But you really do stand out, Janetta. You really do. Yeah, in many other ways. There's no missing me. All good, all good ways, for sure. Thank you. Mariska, let's go over to you and hear about your dreams. Oh, my dreams. I think initially, so I, I love animals. And initially, when I started off, I always wanted to become a veterinarian. Now, I wasn't too worried about the studies and all the rest of the things until I was about 14, I think it was, around there. Um, and our vet came to do an operation on one of the cows that wasn't feeling well. So he did that, and I remember standing there and just the blood draining out of my face and feeling quite woozy and going, maybe this is not the career for me. Uh, I'll need to look at something else. So I still love my animals. I'll still do anything to help them out. Um, and I, I did continue with that to an extent, but realizing that maybe veterinary services and the whole gory bloody thing isn't quite my, my cup of tea, um, I needed to look at something else. And I love innovation. I love creating. I love being able to change things. I also love the human brain, but I didn't really want to go into psychology um, because I thought, well, yes, it's, it's a noble cause to get people that don't feel their best to at least feel better, but that's not the space that I want to work on every single day. So I ended up going into engineering, which was a wonderful place to be, especially with all the innovation and all the new things that continuously come into that space. Until, of course, we moved to New Zealand. And for those of you that have had that experience of immigrating or moving from one country to another, it can be quite shocking to the system. There is a lot of new perspectives that we need to work through um, and sort of get get grip our our new grip on because it, it changes us as human beings quite a bit. And through that process, I looked at working with people again, having been in the engineering industry understanding what people go through within that space when they move through their career. One of the things that I, I really wanted to do, and I'm, I'm still sort of thinking of how I can possibly do this, was when I started in my career, you don't really know what it is, right? You want to be a doctor or you want to be a vet nurse or you want to be a lawyer. Yes, it's all, all grand and dandy, but do you actually understand what it entails to do exactly that job? And one of the things that I thought of was having some form of internship, but while you're still in school, so that you can experience the day-to-day -day of that specific profession. And I played with that a little bit um, and came to the conclusion that at the moment, coaching serves me and serves what I want to create in the world. And most probably, as Janetta mentioned, as we grow older, um, I will get to have an epiphany of how to 
bring the rest of my visions into the world so that other people can experience it as well. So I think that is more or less my dreams evolved. But the, the main idea of innovating and creating is still the core center piece of it, I think. I didn't know about that, about, about animals. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Who has a comment or question or anything to share? The question I wanted to ask you was where in South Africa did you farm? Was it very remote or were you in cities or? Oh, Bronkhorst Spruit. So Which is Bronkhorst Spruit is... Oh, okay. Yes, it's north from Pretoria. It's about driving, I think, 40, 45 minutes. Um, from the outskirts of Pretoria. Pretoria is quite big. So it's not too far away from the cities. The farm itself um, isn't too far away from the town. I think we are out 10, maybe 15 minutes drive, um, depending on okay. traffic and roads and yeah. all the rest. You know, I often wonder how one uh, progresses into something like engineering if you're on a very remote farm like somewhere in the Karoo or somewhere. Uh, so, and I, I have been to Bronkhorst Strait, so I, I know it, I know it fairly well. Uh, so yeah, the, that, that gave you a nice bridge as well. But uh, what I love with you is how you've gone from, from your, your emotional female side wanting to be a vet that nurturing and that saving and that so on into a very male engineering scenario and then now back into your heart and it feels like a pendulum oh we've got we've got ah i've got a, a, a hyena right outside my window Ooh, it's doing it right now outside my window amazing amazing <laughs> anyway Sorry, sorry to divert, but I had to share that. It's the most yeah, incredible sound. <laughs> to me, it feels, it feels like you're doing a pendulum of going, okay, my, my, male's, my male energy, my female, my male, my female. And there'll be something that you take from all those and amalgamate and know exactly as clear as a that, that's what it feels to me. Does that make sense to you? That makes sense to me. I have never actually thought about it that way. Um, so for me, within engineering, yes, it's a, it's a male-dominated space, or it used to be a lot. And I think in, in the space that I stepped into, specifically mechanical engineering has a tendency to be still very male-dominated. Um, but even within that, there is, I think, coming into that space, for me, there's the innovation and there's the, the wanting to help the world be better. So I still see that element of it, even though it might feel a little colder, um, there's, there's still those those pieces and maybe having more people within the STEM field. And that might be part of it, right? I, I enjoy challenging myself in different ways. And 
being able to challenge myself within the engineering space, there's biases that you need to overcome. And there's a lot of stuff that I've learned from that, that now within the coaching space, I can actually help other people think through um, so that they can also incorporate the different energies a little bit better within their own space. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. You're in a good place, Mariska. <laughs> well, we, we always try to be. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Desiree has stepped out for a moment. She'll be back. So uh, I'll bring her back on. Uh, I'll share a little bit about mine, which is um, I grew up with a father and mother and my father loved to play the piano and he was really good at it. And he was very musically inclined and he had a beautiful voice and he could go into a restaurant for dinner and they had a piano there and he'd sit down and play and people would all gather around. And so I grew up with that kind of environment. And I actually took piano lessons from the same person who taught my dad. So I took lessons for 10 years and this guy had also taught my father, which was really kind of cool. And uh, grew up really lucky and blessed. We had two pianos. We had a black Steinway and we had a, a white Yamaha. We actually had a, an upright piano too that my sister still has. I forget the brand of that Kimball or something. But anyway, I would love to sit down next to my dad as he played the piano and we would sing. And it was a lot of fun. And I turned the pages for him. And I never really would play the piano that much because he was so much better than I was. And it was just like, you know, you, you could sing something, he would just sit down and he could play the whole thing. So anyway, at his funeral, we actually had two big screens brought in and we played him playing his piano, playing the piano at his funeral, which was amazing. So my dream, believe it or not, it's actually kind of funny, was to be a singer. And I envisioned myself in, uh, I think her name is Michelle, Pfeiffer and she was in the fabulous Baker boys. I think the movie and she's wearing, I think it was a black or blue long gown that slid up on the side and she's singing, she's lying on a piano. So I always wanted to be a lounge singer up on the <laughs> stage, singing these like sultry songs. So I would sing all the time, driving people crazy. I sing in the car, sing in the shower. And I dated someone who told me that I had a horrible voice and not to sing anymore. And so I started whistling and I love to whistle. And I even practiced like whistling at different, uh, different pitches. And then I had a boss who I'd have to travel with. And he told me that, you know, that you don't whistle. That's really low class. So I stopped whistling. And so then dear Madeline Chan, I'd never sang for her. She was on a show, I was interviewing her. And then she contacted me and said, um, you're a singer, you can sing. And I, that's ridiculous. So I'm taking voice lessons from her and I was really embarrassed to even start singing. And so now she's pulled something out of me that's actually been a dream. But at the same time, I still hear those voices of you're no good. So there it is. Well, Dr. Jacqueline, I have heard you singing. You can sing. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe, maybe sing something for, for us. Uh, maybe sing a little chorus or something so I can hear your voice. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Sunny, yesterday my life was filled with rain or pain. I don't know. Sunny. 
You smile at me and really ease the pain. Oh, the dark days are gone and the bright days are here. My sunny one shines so sincere. Sunny one so true. I love you. There it is. Yay! Wow. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Thank wow. You. But I still feel like I'm not a good singer. So and also your speaking voice is so much different to your singing voice. Like it's just your your singing voice is unique. I never heard anyone has, you know, that voice. So well done. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. And lovely Janetta has invited me to sing on World Jenny's Day. And I'm trying to get the self-confidence to actually do it. So we'll see. Uh, well, this is you just cool. sang a song. It's a good start. Yeah, you yeah. did. You did. You and you did a cappella, which is like wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Thank you. you just saying, you know, that's yeah. saying. Well, yeah, I guess I just sang. So there it is. Yeah. Exactly. On live TV. On live TV and radio. But you know, it is interesting how things do come full circle. I mean, I don't I have the dress, believe it or not. And we have the piano in Florida, but I don't think it'll be lying across it. So <laughs> I guess part of the dream has come true. And I am on a stage right now, so uh, but it's been fun. So that's what I love about doing this show. We, we have all kinds of topics. You never know where it's going to go. And it's just a great way to get to know each other. And as we mentioned earlier, we live in four different places, right? We're in four different countries. And it's just interesting how we're all the same because we lead with our heart. Yeah. So true. Very, very yeah. true, because that, that's where the light is, and the light doesn't change whatever country you're in. When, you, when you're speaking from your heart, you're speaking from, from that light, and the light is the light. Very true. Well, we've come to the end, and I'd like to just spotlight each of you to share any information you have. Maybe it's some final words for today's show for our audience, whatever comes to you. I'm going to start with Mariska this time. Ooh, me first. For the audience or for anybody listening, whatever step you take, take that step and then the next and then the next. You will find your way to pressurize yourself into thinking you need to know it before you have it. We don't all have that. And taking the steps is the important bit. Other than that, if you want to get hold of me and need to level up your leadership, you can do so by reaching out to me via my email, which is mariska at journey to the number two discover.com. Or alternatively, please connect with me via LinkedIn. And that is me. Da, da, da. Thank you so much. Let's go to Dr. Desiree. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. It was an honor to be here to, to talk with you all. Um, please visit my website, uh, www.desireee.com. That's desiree.com for much more information. And also visit uh, www.womenofheartawards.com and www.gentlemenofheartawards.com. And of course, get in touch with 
the amazing work that we are doing in the world. We are celebrating, educating, empowering, uplifting, and connecting diverse love in the world so that we all feel valued, welcome, appreciated, and accepted. All my love to you. So put love in all you do. When love wins, the world wins. Thank you so much for having me. Woo, yes. <laughs> love it. Fantastic. Janetta, we're going to hear from you so you can go off to dreamland. I can go off and go to dreamland. <laughs> That's what was the noise you were hearing just now, really. Anyway, uh, I, I wanted to say the old cliche, but it's really very, very true that life is a journey, not a destination. And there's so much pressure on especially young people to know exactly what they should do and earn the right levels of money to be successful. And uh, as I was saying earlier, it's about understanding that every bit that you're doing on the journey to finding out what it is you truly are dreaming to be, it all helps add up to, uh, to empower you. It gives you skills and tools. Everything I've ever done up until now has been so powerful in what I'm doing now. It's really been the most amazing uh, tool set. So just understand that enjoy yourself as you're finding out what you want to do if you don't know what that is. And then in terms of uh, how to get hold of me, there's two ways. One is through the epiphany process where uh, I assist people to gain skills to communicate accurately. We were talking about anger earlier, really how to deal with, with angry people around you and when you're feeling angry to a point where uh, appropriate uh, words come out your mouth in a, a difficult, angry uh, situation. So if you'd like to know more about that, I'm at theepiphanyprocess.com. And we also talked earlier about World Jenny's Day. And if you'd like to be a part of it, please get hold of us at worldjennysday.com. And just sending everybody today, for me, my nights, others morning, others afternoon, so much love. And uh, looking forward to having you with us again this time next week. Thank you so much, Janetta. And I'll just close out with... I really feel like there have been so many wonderful life lessons that we shared today while we were even talking about our dreams, just talking about how to treat each other. And we discussed this earlier on the United Kingdom news and culture. The fact that the Queen's passing really has united the whole world in many ways because we all know she's the Queen. There's a lot of Queens, right? But everyone knows who she is and the legacy she left and people are being kind to each other. Let's remember to be kind every day. There doesn't have to be a special event or a funeral. Just think about what you're saying before you say it. And when someone throws something at you, take some deep breaths, take a step back and don't react, just give them grace. It's so hard for so many people, but you'll be glad you did because they're not taking on that energy. You don't know what's going on with them. You don't know why they're acting the way that they're acting. So there are my final thoughts for today. We're signing off right now and we will be back tomorrow with a full day of broadcasting. Thank you to the lovely ladies here today. Thank you to each and every one of you. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.